alignment, abundance, and authenticity. Three spiritual principles that are used so much today and actually they're being used in the wrong way and in ways that can make you think that they don't work in your life unless you do specific things and that really isn't true. So I'm going to clarify what abundance alignment and authenticity really mean and give you some keys to using them properly in your life and also how to avoid using them to your detriment and instead use them to your benefit. Welcome to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host, and I want to show you how to create your rich, happy, and successful life. Since 2004, I've been teaching soul-congruent, mind-expanding, wholeness living to a global audience. I'm known as the world's most accurate intuitive, the iconic energy savant, a best-selling author of eight books, the expert on energy boundaries, alignment, integration, and intention. And I'm the founder of the Becoming 360 Method of Transformation. I'm here to motivate, inspire, and energize you to embrace your full potential, upsource your possibilities, revive your life, and shine your light brightly. Thank you for joining me on this week's High Vibes Living Podcast. And I hope you'll learn something that tunes you into your high vibes and motivates, energizes, and inspires you and shines some light on your journey. Let's get started. Alignment, abundance, and authenticity are key areas of spiritual awareness and understanding. And we need to get these right to be able to use them in the right way, which means that they work in our lives to our benefit instead of to our detriment. How can spiritual principles operate to our detriment? Let me give you a few examples. First, when we don't know how they work all the time instead of working in good ways, Universal energy is non-judgmental. It's completely neutral. There is no good or bad. There is no right or wrong. There is no better or worse or more or less. When we understand spiritual principles as being neutral and they work in the same way all the time, and you'll understand more of this during this podcast, then we use them to our benefit because we stop criticizing and judging ourselves when we think we're not doing it right or when we are doing it wrong, because we don't think it's working for us. Number two, when we make judgments about what these concepts represent, rather than understanding them as universal principles, and then criticizing and judging ourselves for not being able to meet these high universal standards. For example, if you think abundance means only wonderful and great things, then if you have terrible things or challenges in your life, you think that you're not doing abundance properly. But as you will learn, that actually isn't true. Stay tuned to find out the rest. And number three, when we try to skip over steps in our healing and growth process and try to negotiate with the universe to get ahead or make our lives better in some way, by trying to implement these spiritual principles in, let's just call it the lazy way or the wrong way or the easy let's just have it now way. And for this, I have to credit that movie in the book, The Secret, for giving people a very misguided and wrong idea of what these spiritual principles are. 
no, you can't just stand in front of a store window and see a gold necklace and wish it was on your neck and then boom, there it is. It doesn't work that way. But unfortunately, the spin provided by the author of The Secret and the flashy marketing campaigns made people think that this is how it works and it actually doesn't. In this way, we can try and implement spiritual principles in our life and fail miserably because we're not doing the groundwork, we're not doing the foundation work to do the healing and the clearing in order to bring in new levels of energy to actually make them work the way we want them to. Well, first let's talk about alignment. Alignment means that things are lined up and working together. And that's all it means. We think alignment exists in good ways and when we're out of alignment, when things aren't going so well. The truth is, we are always aligned with everything in our life all the time. This means that if your life is full of challenges, you're unhappy, nothing works, your life is kind of a mess, everything is going wrong, you are not out of alignment. You are absolutely in alignment with what is going on in your life because it's in your life. When we want something different, we have to create a new level of alignment with new energy. Unless we change the energy, our alignment keeps moving forward, very much like a train on a train track, in the same direction, in the same way. When we feel stuck, we're out of alignment with our current reality and in the process of bringing in new energy to create a new reality. We're in what I call an energy gap. And we're not aligned 100% with anything, which gives us the feeling of being stuck. We really can't move forward in the place that we're in. None of that really appeals to us anymore. But the new reality we want to move into isn't defined yet. So we're not ready to move into that because it hasn't been fully formed yet or it's not fully manifesting yet. The worst thing we can do in this case is to think that we've done something wrong or we're being punished. We're not. We're just in an energy gap in a space between two different levels of alignment. Here are some keys to understanding alignment. Number one, you're always aligned with everything in your life all the time. There is no better alignment or worse alignment. There's only your alignment. Here's number two, when you're ready for a new level of alignment with new energies, nothing feels right and nothing works for you in your current reality. So technically you are phasing out of alignment with that, but you're not yet ready to move into a new reality or a new level of alignment. You're in this energy gap. Number three, a new level of alignment is created by setting a new intention for your life and your reality, and then bringing in the energy to allow it to happen. And number four, this is important, surrender to the alignment that is now out of sync with you and prepare for something new to create a new level of alignment. The worst thing you can do in these cases is to criticize and judge yourself for being out of alignment Whenever things go wrong, or you think that you're not doing things right because they're just not working for you. A better question to ask is, where am I out of alignment with this situation now? 
And let me give you a couple of examples. We'll use a relationship example and a job example. In the example of a relationship, and everyone has been in this place where, you know, like the song goes, you've lost that loving feeling, where you look at your relationship one day and it doesn't feel right. Things just aren't working. You don't really communicate anymore. Maybe you avoid each other. And suddenly you realize that this relationship just isn't what you want anymore. Now, there are ways of changing that, there are ways of altering it. One is to break up the relationship, but that's not always the best solution or the most practical one. Sometimes it takes communication, realignment of your priorities and the things that you want in the relationship. In the busyness of our lives, we tend to grow apart. So if you're out of alignment because you're busy, your partner's busy, you go off in different directions, you lose touch with each other, and all of a sudden you're not happy and they're not happy, and you realize, okay, the initial alignment of our relationship has gotten a little out of whack, we need to fix the alignment. So maybe you need to reset your goals and priorities. Maybe you need to reestablish your commitment to each other. Maybe you need to communicate better. But something has happened in the relationship to disrupt the alignment and it feels bad. You feel like you're not on the same path anymore. This doesn't mean that there's anything right or wrong. It just means that, as you know, in relationships, if you're not nurturing the relationship and paying attention to what's going on, alignment gets out of whack. Also, in every relationship, as the relationship matures, you have to change your levels of alignment. The things that you wanted as a young couple don't pertain to you as an older couple or the things that occupied your time when you were young and say raising children, once your children are gone, have grown and they no longer live at home, a new level of alignment has to be created in a relationship. Just walking out the door is not always the best solution, but when levels of alignment change in a relationship, communication, reprioritizing, creating new strategies is one way of reestablishing a new level of alignment. One thing to avoid in this case is to start blaming and shaming each other because the relationship's out of alignment. Understand that alignment changes and new levels of alignment are sometimes required. Let's look at a job example, just to kind of round this out. If you've worked in a job for a certain amount of time, you know that jobs change, industries change. The current job market, as you know, I was laid off six times in eight years in my in my business and technology career, which is not unheard of for the technology sector. But when you are no longer in alignment with a job, you don't like the job responsibilities, you don't like the work, or maybe the work has changed because your company's been bought out a couple times, or you feel that the management is no longer serving the employees, or your goals are out of sync with the company's goals, or sometimes, as has happened to me, you're working for a company that does really dishonest things. That's happened to me once before, and the ethics of the company are greatly out of alignment with your own ethics. So in that case, it's time to change jobs. And when you do this, again, as I said earlier, the worst thing to do is to criticize and judge yourself. Oh, I should have seen that coming. I should have known better. Oh, I should have done this before. 
when you get in that energy gap, when, again, the old reality stops serving your needs and then the new reality is not quite there yet, you're really in that transition phase where you need to start looking at what you allow yourself to align with, where you want that to be different, and then start bringing in the energy to create new levels of alignment so that you are in integrity with your own alignment and with your own goals and objectives and with your own ethics and what you consider to be important. So that's alignment. I hope that helped you to establish, first of all, that you're always in alignment with everything in your life. And second, that if you want to create new levels of alignment, you have to bring in new energy to do that. That's the only way to change what you're aligned with is to change the energy in your life. Let's talk about abundance. There is so much misunderstanding about abundance because we think that it only means good things. So we have abundance when we have money and freedom and love and joy and blessings and things that we love. And if we don't have those things, then we have no abundance. But we always have abundance in everything. In fact, the universal law of abundance, which I write about in my 12 Universal Laws program, states there is abundance in all things, period. It doesn't say there's abundance in all good things. It doesn't say there's only abundance when you have a lot of things that you like. It says there is abundance in all things. And you can have an abundance of joy, love, laughter, miracles, and things you really like. But you can also have an abundance of problems, bad health, money issues, sadness, and unhappiness, and things you wish you didn't have in your life. Here's why. There is always unlimited abundance in your life. To change the kind of abundance flow, you have to change the kind of abundance you're manifesting, which means changing your alignment, which means changing your energy. Here's some keys to understanding abundance. First of all, understand that abundance exists in all things, everywhere, all the time. And if you want to do a little abundance exercise, go through your life, go through your house, go through everything about your life. And for every single thing, including all the things you don't like, say to yourself, I understand that this exists in abundance now. Your money problems, your relationship issues, your frustrations, your worries, your anxieties, your fears, whatever you have, it exists in abundance. Then understand that to change that kind of abundance, you have to change the kind of energy you're using in your life and you have to change what you're aligned with. So if you have an abundance of money problems, you're aligned with having money problems. There's a lot deeper teaching about that that I can share with you at another time, but to understand the kind of abundance you're attracting, the, the kind of abundance you have in your life, you have to realize you're attracting that abundance. And as soon as you recognize that and you own it, now you're in a place where you can change it. All right, so number two, here's another key to understanding abundance. You connect with, attract, and receive the kind of abundance that resonates with your own energy frequency. This is so important to realize because, again, with the marketing hype of books like The Secret, they lead you to believe that if you just ask for it, you can receive it. And that's just not true. You have to be at the frequency of whatever it is you're asking for. 
So for example, if you want a fabulous relationship with someone who loves you and you really don't like yourself and you criticize and judge yourself all the time, you're not going to be able to attract that person. Why? Because you have to love yourself to the extent that you want someone else to love you. You're never going to find somebody who loves you more than you love yourself. The idea that whatever you want, you can have complete nonsense. If you want to manifest something to receive it, you have to be at the frequency of whatever it is you want to manifest. Number three, this is key to abundance. You need to star this and write it down on a post-it note and put it wherever you can see it every day. Whatever you have a lot of in your life exists in abundance. So as I said, money problems, challenges, tears, frustrations, doubts, fears, joy, love, peace, blessings, whatever you have a lot of in your life exists in abundance and put a big period after that. There's no more to be said about this. Whatever you have a lot of exists in abundance and that is the universal law of abundance. And number four, changing your level of abundance depends on your own energy frequency and vibration. Abundance follows beliefs and beliefs create alignment. And here are two keys to abundance. And this is, again, something you'll never see in a book like The Secret because it's not marketing friendly. Number one, in a universe that exists in unlimited abundance, there can be no concept of lack where there's nothing. Unlimited abundance is unlimited abundance. Think about the ocean. If you've ever been on the ocean, way out on the ocean where all you see is water, you kind of get land sick. You look around, it's like, okay, I would really like to see some land. I've had enough of this water. Because there's unlimited water. Wherever you look, there's water. In that unlimited abundance of water in the ocean, you can't say, oh, well, in this little space, there's no water. There's no ocean. That's not true. So in the great expanse of the universe that exists in unlimited abundance, the idea of there not being anything is unthinkable. The universe exists in unlimited abundance, which means there can be no lack. So there's not unlimited abundance and nothing. There's unlimited abundance and unlimited abundance. And if that's the case, then what happens when you don't have unlimited abundance? Well, you do have abundance. Remember, everything you have a lot of, you have an abundance of. But here's the second key to abundance. The opposite of abundance is not lack. It's limitation in the universal sense. Remember, the universe exists in unlimited abundance. So if that abundance of all the things you want is out there, why don't you have it? Because you're limiting your ability to receive it. If your life is not feeling in abundant in ways that you want, it's not because there's nothing there for you. It's because you're limiting the flow of the kind of abundance you want in your life. And how do you change that? By changing your frequency, changing your vibration, changing your beliefs about what you can receive, surrendering to the process, which in my surrender course, I define surrender as a process of allowing and receiving. We tend to think of if we surrender, we give up, but that's not true. Surrender means to stop resisting. So there are lots of reasons why we resist abundance. 
But the biggest reason really has to do with our own feeling of what we deserve. Also, the fear of being criticized and judged. I mean, there are lots and lots of reasons why we don't allow ourselves to be abundant. But I want to help you understand that if you don't have all the riches and blessings and wonderful things that you think you should have and you actually really want in your life, it's not because they don't exist. They exist in unlimited abundance. And remember, the opposite of abundance is limitation. It is not lack. In an unlimited universe, it is impossible for there to be nothing. If you aren't receiving, it's because you're blocking the flow. All right, and finally, let's talk about authenticity. So authenticity is another one of those words that's so misused. You know, be your authentic self, seek out your authenticity as though it's something that you can look for and find, and it's not. Authenticity is the state of being genuine or real. It is not a state of honesty or morality or good behavior. When we say that someone is not being authentic, that is simply not true. Remember, authenticity means being real. That person, no matter what they're doing, are being themselves. Everyone is always exactly who they are. In this case, though, if you say someone's not being authentic, they aren't in alignment with your beliefs about honesty, morality, or good behavior. But that doesn't make them not authentic. It makes them themselves. They are being authentic. They're just not aligned with the kind of behavior that you want in your life, but that doesn't make their behavior wrong. We spend way too much time thinking that we have to be authentic if we are to be good people, if we are to be spiritual, if we are to be honest and ethical and moral. But we're always authentic. It's just like abundance, another spiritual principle. There's always abundance. It's just like alignment. We are always in alignment with everything in our lives. The problem with these principles is that we start judging them and then we start judging ourselves based on how we think that we are using them successfully in our lives. And again, spiritual principles are neutral. So authenticity is not about being a fabulous person or being successful or having a lot of great wealth or being very popular. Authenticity is being real. It's being genuine. We are always authentic, just as we are always aligned with what is in our reality, just like we always have an abundance of whatever we have a lot of in our life. So here are some keys to authenticity, things for you to think about when you're thinking about authenticity. Everyone is always their authentic self at all times. Authenticity is not a measure of goodness, kindness, compassion, spirituality, or understanding, or success, or wealth, or anything else. Authenticity is the quality of being genuine or the quality of being real. So a person who is a criminal and who steals from you is actually being authentic. Their behavior is fully aligned with the fact that they're a person who steals. The only way to be truly authentic is to be yourself at all times. Well, you are yourself. You aren't anybody else. So everyone is always authentic. We get into trouble when we start judging authenticity based on how people behave or who we think they are or who we want them to be or become. 
Who we are changes over time. And as we heal, learn, and grow and become more self-aware, we change our level of authenticity to reflect our self-awareness. But we're always authentic throughout that process. So the person you were, say, for example, when you were seven years old is different than the person you were when you were 18 is different than the person you were when you were 30 and so on. Our self-awareness makes us more comfortable with being ourselves, more comfortable with exposing more of ourselves. So maybe that means exposing more of your gifts, your talents, your abilities, exposing more of your spirituality, of your desires, of your wishes, of the vision for your life. But it doesn't change the fact that throughout that process, you are always authentic. You just go through different stages of authenticity. And number four, we can't spend time judging our authenticity just as we can't spend time criticizing others because their authenticity conflicts with what we think is good or acceptable behavior. I've heard from so many people they were talking about someone who mistreated them or was rude or their behavior was bad. Well, they're just not being authentic. And that just isn't true. They are being authentic. They're just not aligned with the kind of behavior that you think is acceptable. But that doesn't make them not authentic. It actually makes them exactly who they are. They're not authentic when they hide that behavior from you and then at later time reveal their true self. That's being inauthentic. But when they engage in that kind of behavior and you think, oh, they're not authentic, it's a lack of alignment, not a lack of authenticity. We need to look for alignment and not judge others' authenticity. So whether or not a person is aligned with you is much more important than whether you think they're authentic or not. Assume rightly that everyone is always authentic. The person who lies to you, cheats on you, and steals from you is being their authentic self. They are a liar, a cheater, and a thief. And instead of judging them, ask yourself what it is in you that has chosen to align with that kind of person and look within yourself to do the healing you need to choose people who are more honorable, respectful, and trustworthy. These spiritual principles, alignment, abundance, and authenticity, are very powerful energies that govern our beliefs and how we act, how we create our reality, how we use energy in every part of our lives. The more we understand about them, and the most important thing about understanding these principles is that they are neutral. There is no better or worse. There is no more or less. There is no good or bad with universal principles. Authenticity just means they're being themselves. It's about being real and genuine without any judgment. Alignment just means you're aligned with everything in your life. If you want to change things in your life, then you have to change what you align with. And abundance, probably one of the most misunderstood spiritual concepts, just means there's a lot of everything. Whatever you have a lot of, you have an abundance. If you want to change your level of abundance, you have to change what you're attracting, which means changing your energy, changing your focus, changing your beliefs, allowing yourself to have more of what it is you really want instead of a lot of times allowing yourself to have what you think we deserve or what you think other people will be okay with, what will cause the least amount of disruption in your life or what people won't criticize and judge you for. So much of what we 
don't allow ourselves to have or where we think we're lacking is not from the universe it's from our own limitation remember the opposite of abundance is not lack it's limitation i hope this explanation of these spiritual principles helps you to create more alignment with what you want to create more abundance of what you want and to become more of your authentic self which means shining the light being in your power being in the energy of joy enjoying your life creating a life that you find to be completely amazing and wonderful because that's part of your spiritual heritage and that's part of your birthright it's also what the universal laws hold for you and the potential that they have for you when you use them in the right way and you use them to create a wonderful joyful and joy-filled fulfilling life Thanks so much for tuning in to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and that it has inspired, motivated, and energized you to take a few steps towards your rich, happy, and successful life. If you need more inspiration for your life path, check out my eight best-selling books on Amazon or look at a transformational intuitive session, coaching, or program on my website, enlighteninglife.com. Be sure to sign up for my newsletter and join my over 5 million weekly blog readers. Please subscribe to the High Vibes Living Podcast. Give it a like and a review. Your acknowledgement helps others find us and get the information and inspiration they need to turn their pain into joy and their fear into confidence. Your Becoming 360 transformation into congruence and divine harmony is a step away, as is your rich, happy, and successful life. Join us each week for a new episode, and I look forward to our next time together.